<laughs> Session Fuck 92. Oh shit. We in the we in the best we in the best years of life. The 90s. No. Are they? Yeah. For us, yeah. We didn't have to pay for shit. We didn't have to um do anything but watch Michael Jordan win. Go to school. Two plus two is four. I'm done with my homework. <laughs> <laughs> let me um let me trace my fucking name. <laughs> let me trace this this letter. You know, my abbreviation for my name was only three letters, so that let me trace this letter. Two plus two is four. I'm done with my homework. <laughs> Swear to God. Fuck you, me. Yeah. This shit is lit. Yeah, you this ain't lying. the best of times. You ain't lying. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It felt like uh, it was it was a couple it was a couple decades or whatever, a couple times in life. <clears throat> like my 20s were dope. My teens were dope. And my, you know, my youth was dope. So I don't know. But the 90s, I just feel like everything else that came with it was just, I don't know. It, was just, it seems like I guess the word I want to go with is just natural. But now shit's natural to different people. So I don't know. I don't know. But nothing's natural now. <laughs> None of this shit is natural. Everything's artificial. Everything Even is genders. Fake. <laughs> no. I want to pick my gender, mom. Are you a member of the whatever gender? Yeah, like everybody. Like, you know what I seen the other day? I seen um, basically like a video describing the male to female sex change and what happens to the organs. Bro, all it was was incision after incision after incision after incision. They was help. You don't need this, <laughs> bro. They was getting a lot of shit. The fuck. You know what? The funny thing is, they didn't really remove shit. They was just cutting, splicing, and fucking rearranging. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of it, my man had a slit. Like, ugh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so since we're on that, and I'm curious. Oh, you George? How is there any type of way that any type of reproduction can go on with this type of shit? So you male to female? Just making kids. Like if if you wanted to if you wanted to not have not have the schlong and have a schlit? I don't think I th I don't think uh Can you the, get the pregnant now? The slits. Can, I don't can, think the schlongs the slits are are, are having babies. <laughs> What's a, what's a, the, uh, the only person that I know of? What's her name again? Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Can she have kids? Nah, nah, nah. Right. He can't have kids because he was born a man. <laughs> so he so he doesn't have ovaries and the reproductive organs necessary to fucking reproduce. So technically, now, well, technically they don't want to be women either or men, vice versa. Like they don't want to be either or. They want to they want to have their own little fucking definition and shit, right? So yeah. I guess that's they they tease. What does the anomaly mean? That's the word I think I was looking for earlier. That's like the same thing as saying like rare or uncommon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kept on thinking it was a monopoly or anomaly, or, <laughs> but it's anomaly or some shit. Anomaly. Or it's something. an anomaly. Right. An anomaly. So they're definitely yeah. anomaly. But not really. They're not rare. They're it, when something rare happens, it happens naturally. You just don't change your sex and now you're rare. You are a human being that can't produce or reproduce, however you want to call it. That's an anomaly. Right. There's nah, very few people like up. that. Unless you're fucking Spence from uh, Ballers. <laughs> <laughs> he can't he can't he can't have kids, y'all. 
Because <laughs> you can't have kids, y'all. You niggas been wasting too many blanks on blankets. Oh shit! A blanket. His kid's name is Blanket. <laughs> now you got a Mike. Now you got a Jackson kid out here. Fuck out of here! Isn't it, it wasn't a kid that he was holding over the balcony named Blanket that he was covering up with a blanket? Yeah, something like that. Whole time, like wasn't even his kid or something like that or something. I don't right. know. Right? No, I don't know how that works because Michael Jackson was was black. His his wife was white, and all them kids look Caucasian to me. <clears throat> like old girl, her name is Paris Jackson. It's supposedly yeah, it's supposedly his daughter. She's kind of attractive in the eyes and whatnot. She's got really nice eyes and whatnot, right? But su- <laughs> supposedly she's not like. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe she uh, she was adopted, or she was like one of those surrogate babies, or something. I don't know. But supposedly she's not the uh, you know naturally born from Michael Jackson, if you know what I mean. Right. I feel it. That shit is um. That's some other shit. Absolutely, Period. bro. Period. And and we're not here to you know we're not here to, to judge. Say, hey, if you're tra- you're transgender, that's wrong. Like we're not here for that. But like we've stated on this show the past couple of shows, you're gonna get these fucking jokes, okay? <laughs> jokes, you're get these smokes. bars. Swear to God. Speaking of uh, the past couple shows, I just want to put out there, yo, thanks to everybody who made the switch over to Session Combo Network. Um, thanks for bearing with me this past week. I had two shows that I was sitting on. Took an exuberant amount of time to put those out. Those are finally out. I put them up on Thursday. It was Session 91 with us. Name of that one was Session Convo Network, where we basically explain, you know, what happened with the podcast and how it became a network and this, that, and the third and shows to look for. And then uh, we had Jazz's uh, 18th episode, Grown Folks Conversation. Dan sat in on that one. That was a pretty good show. Who? Pretty long, but our, our homie Dan, Dan the Finance Man. Hmm. Thought you said dad. Thought you said like her dad sat in with the. No, no, no fathers were there. That would have been kind of different. Dan doesn't have kids, and I don't have kids. We haven't had any well, we parents said, on the show yet. No, nah, we <laughs> said we was going to do it, though. Did we? <laughs> Did we? <laughs> Did we say that? I don't know. I, I might have been talking to Jazz when I said I was going get to get the OGs on well, the show. Within the, within the session convo network, you said that. Not necessarily right, to me. The, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, could we? Could you imagine though? Yeah. Right. It, it, I don't even want to bring the moms. I just, <laughs> well, yeah. I, just, I mean, yeah. I just, I just want to give them a mic, Joe. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't never lying, my nigga. I went to shit. My nigga Cam, my nigga. Who out the bam? Who out the bam? Who out the bam? Those initials. <laughs> <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga Cam on the show with a mic. That would be very, very fucking interesting, to say the least. I think he has some good points. I'm pretty sure you have us fucking dying laughing as well. Absolutely. So uh, what's been up, bro? Um, What do you want to jump into first? What do you want to dive into first? It's been a slow week, um, but I saw something very interesting that came about from this 6 9 case saying that he might opt not to take witness protection, that he might opt to take 24-7 security protection. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is on his bird. I don't know What's the who difference? the fuck he think he is. 
What, between witness protection and 24, uh, 24-7 security? <laughs> okay, let's get into that. What's the difference between witness protection from the federal government and hiring some motherfuckers to protect you seven days a week, 24 hours a day? Um, There's a world of difference. Um, Let's see. When you go into witness protection, you have to change your name. All those silly-ass tattoos on his face, you probably need to get removed. That silly ass rainbow hair he has, he probably needs that to get that silly ass degree you're trying to get. You got to drop out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you sitting on the couch, just sitting there, not doing anything. Um, fucking as opposed to twenty four seven security. Basically, he's going back out in the world as Takashi six nine, and he's just got fucking security guards around him, and I think that's fucking stupid. I think anybody can tell you that that's fucking stupid. Like, and you really honestly doing it just to make a couple dollars, but it's like, you know, like. And make sure you hire the right people. Like, my bad for cutting you off. And I'm not trying to make, like, this all a joke, even though, like, it seems like we always be joking, but Nipsey had security too, but with the situation with Nipsey's security, supposedly, they couldn't even have straps. So make sure you hire the right security or it's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Don't Nipsey just don't just put your boys to work because they're your boys. Like if you're gonna right, either right. have this type of security or government assisted, you know, don't just be hiring fucking bro ass. You know what I'm saying? Right, because bro ass and them ain't gonna be able to get off no court cases. <laughs> All right, they ass going to jail right along with your black ass for real. Like, and I don't, I don't I'm know not what... sure if they got the tactical training and whatnot and all that shit. You know, so I've seen witness protection on movies, nigga. Niggas Somebody's be protected. Gonna nigga. Somebody's going to want to murk that nigga, for real. Somebody's going to want to, like, seriously lay hands, put a bullet in that motherfucker. So I can't see why he why he wouldn't take witness protection. But I'll say this. I'm going to lose all faith in society completely as a whole if this nigga goes through this court case, does all this shit, all this snitching, all this so-called unreal nigga shit, come out, <laughs> drop a song, and y'all like that shit. 100,000 likes. y'all bang that shit. 100,000 likes. I'm just, I'm totally done with society, man. Nigga, like button say 100K. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be done too, bro. But you know what's funny? I was already done. <laughs> I was already. never started, did I was, you? I was, I was already done when, like, Buddy was, like, you know, making his first initial entrance into the scene. And we, yeah, you know, yeah, we off rip. we kind of just accepted it. It, it kind of the like me and bro, like you know, we went through a stage in life, and probably still to a certain extent, where we make music and we actually try to um, put out good music, like what we think is good, and we try to have a good character about ourselves and present ourselves well, and like you know, we try to do a certain thing that doesn't seem like it's just over the top or doing the most, and it's just kind of like. That's that that type of trait and that type of way has contradicted itself within ourselves because now it's like clout chasing. It's like you just doing the most. Like imagine me, bro. We make a music back in the day. You know, we like 17, 18 years old, and I just got a fucking hella tattoos, big ass six nine on my face, rainbow fucking hair. Like you'd look at me wild as fuck. You probably wouldn't even work with me, right? But exactly. but I look now at you like you's a clown. It definitely looks like a clown. Speaking of, anyway. <laughs> so it's, that's just basically my point is like what we've came to what how, what our standards or what we've chosen to take as like you know acceptable has really really kind of uh descended in a way 
and it's kind of sad you know what i mean because we especially music bro any any type of form of art entertainment you want quality right and i and everybody's form of quality might be a little different but man I feel like in a, in 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 certain <laughs> cases, like everyone should be able to look at this and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" But it's like when something becomes popular or trendy or the shit, people just try to f almost force or fix their minds into like, "This is just okay. This is just what it is." And it's kind of hard for me to accept. You know, maybe I might be you know coming on that that timeline of like you know in the middle or on the other side of the middle. I don't know, but. In a, in a way, it's just like, it's sad for me. You know, it's, it's fucked up. So we both relate into that. I was kind of there first. And you're saying like, if this shit comes out and people still fucking with it, then you've lost your faith or hope in society and humanity. It's like, I kind of already did, man. It's fucked up because especially with like what we're doing right now, um, in contrast to what I was just talking about with the music thing, we like to kind of, you know, put out good shit. And right. I don't know if that kind of falls in the line of good shit with me, you, and a lot of people that I respect. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. It's different times. It's fucked up to me. Yeah, I think it's just a thing where, like, um, I kind of almost began being done with, like, society when it comes to music, okay? <laughs> I can't say that I'm done with society altogether because that means, like, I don't trust motherfuckers to get up and go do their job. I don't trust this motherfucker who's flying his plane to keep that bitch in the, in the sky while he's flying over me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. don't take it so literal, but what I mean is like when Kanye started pulling the coon shit <laughs> and niggas accepted that shit, and I ain't even talking about like recent coon shit. Like, Ye started cooning back with like the My Dark Twisted Fantasy shit. Like, I give him a pass for 808s and Heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? You lost your mom. Okay, cool. But you started cooning out with that my, my dark twisted fantasy shit when you wanted to play upon um, all the the satanic shit and all the devil shit and and all the shit and representation in your music and your um your your, your cinematography was like you know kind of like satanic you know what I'm saying this same nigga that made uh, Jesus walks this same nigga that made spaceship this same nigga that gave us college dropout. You know what I'm saying? This Pink Polos, man. You feel me? This is the same nigga that uh, gave me Touch the Sky. Almost you know like at one point in time was like just like a the more cultural, more closer to us version of Kirk Franklin in a way. Like Kanye was yeah, especially, positive. especially when Jesus Walks came out. Yes. You was a positive nigga, bro. That's why everybody liked you for who you was. You was a positive ass nigga. Especially, you know coming, especially coming from the land. Like motherfucker probably been through or seen more bullshit than a lot of motherfuckers right being in the land and still kind of gave us that hope like hey this ain't right. all that's out there you know what i'm saying right right and, and not only is this not all that's out there you don't even have to sub subscribe to that shit you could be like this you know what i'm saying here goes the alternative right and you you rode that wave and then your mother died i give you that you know what i'm saying like i, I don't know how that feels because i haven't lost my mother you know what I'm saying? I have lost a parent, and I know the dynamics of how people change after that type of shit. But in my opinion, I just feel like after his mom's pass, everything post his mom's passing is everything this nigga been wanting to do. Because let's go into what he was doing before his mom's pass. Let's think about it. The music that you made wasn't straight rap or your standard hip-hop at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was more pop. You know what I'm saying? It became that crossover hip hop. It became more pop. Um, the way you dress wasn't necessarily accepted by 
our culture, what we really had going <laughs> at the up. time, it was more accepted by the suburban kids and the backpackers and yeah. let's keep it real, the white folks. No, you no, was shit. cool. You was non-confrontational. You was someone that they could put on the music and not not feel like you know they're approaching a situation where it's like, oh, I can't really relate to all the street shit because I'm not really with all the street shit. But I guarantee you, there's a, a a gang full of motherfuckers out there that can relate to being a college dropout. That can relate to working a job they ain't want to work. You know what I'm saying? That all that shit. I so relate. You you was that voice. Then your mom's died. Then you gave us 808s. And I like 808s. You feel me? You depressed. You going through some shit. You broke up with somebody. Cut that shit on. That shit. How can you be slap. so heartless? Oh, my God. Cold this winter. You feel me? Like, it was cold that November. It really was. Like, straight up. I feel you, yay. But then, like, my dark twisted fantasy. Like, cold you started cooning out. You started cooning out. Like, the nigga album cover with some cool shit, if you really think about it. Remember, it was a black guy with horns on his head having sex with a white woman. All right. Now, to most people, that's like, okay, whatever. It's just a picture. No, nigga. In society's eyes, on a, on a grander scale of things, or on a higher echelon of things and people in society, they looking at that like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Now, some people might look at it like, oh, the black man with the horns head fucking white girl. Yeah, like, no. Fuck the white woman. Look how you're portraying the black man. You're portraying him as the demon. And now the name of your CD is My Dark Twisted Fantasy. And then the names of your songs. Let's even get into that. You got a song called Monster. Devil in a Red Dress. You know what I'm saying? Which like, is the shit. I was just banging. Shit? I was just banging that shit the other day. And it was just like, it was, it was like, man, bro. Like this shit was raw. My bad. I just got sidetracked. But Devil in a New Dress, fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so cool shit. <laughs> so I say all that to say, it, it, you know, bring it all back to what he's doing now. Like, you running around talking about Kanye's Sunday service, but you was just a nigga saying that slavery was a choice. You know what I'm saying? So slavery was such a choice that you feel so empowered to go on tour and basically sing songs that slaves who had a choice to be slaves sang when they was in slavery, but now you want to make merch, make a CD behind it, make music off of it? Fuck out of here. You're a coon. But what I'm saying is he has done such a bipolar 180, 360, 720, all that shit, all of the above, and people are still accepting him. People are still waiting on this, this fucking CD to drop at midnight. I won't even lie to you. I come on here and talk I about... Yeah, Kanye got much, a CD coming out? Or yeah, an album supposedly coming come out? out of, yeah, it supposedly come out tonight. It was supposed to come out Friday. Is it on Spotify it, or no? It, it's going to be on Spotify, Apple Music. Because Spotify is getting my it. bread currently. <laughs> oh, we on Spotify, too. Set, uh, check out Session Convo Network on Spotify. We on Spotify, too. SO. That means shout um, out. But yeah, man, I ain't going to hold you. As much as I've said I've been done with Ye, when it comes to the music, because I know how to separate people from their fucking art, I'm actually wondering what the fuck this shit is going to sound like. I'm curious. I, I mean, I, I honestly am too. It was his last one. Uh, it wasn't Jesus, right? He had something after Jesus. No, he had Yay, and then before that was Life of Pablo. Oh yeah, Life of right, Pablo right. was trash. And it was, Ye and was it was actually Life of Pablo was hitting for like sixteen hours. We only liked it because Father stretched my hands with Kid Cudi part. That's it. Then this nigga come on there talking about yeah, she bleached the asshole. Now I got bleach in my t-shirt. Now I feel like an asshole. No, you're an asshole, period. <laughs> nigga, you didn't need bleach on your shirt for that. And who the fuck are you fucking that bleaches the assholes? What type of money y'all niggas getting over there? <laughs> Straight up. 
But I say all that shit about Ye to say, look at this man who was put up there on such a pedestal, who was such an um, iconic figure, who changed the culture for us, did some cool shit, and we still let him come back. So I say that to say, this nigga 6ix9ine gonna do all this snitching shit, he gonna do all this shit, and if that nigga gets out and really tries to bring out music again, people are gonna rock with that shit. I know you're honest, dude. I know you don't really have any, like, uh, you don't really play a side in anything. You're very honest with your music um, reviews and, you know, whatever. Do you have any 6ix9ine... Um, <laughs> 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 My bad, y'all. <laughs> no, no, I was highly distracted. <laughs> right? I'm like, what's going on here? Do you have any... Uh, <laughs> Do you have any six nine songs, tracks, albums? You know, keep it simple. Songs that you you fuck with. Nah, bro. I, I and I ain't even holding you. I ain't even gonna hold you up. Bro. I know you not, cause usually you know you, you you are the anomaly. You might like something that a lot of motherfuckers like Tyler or something. You know what I mean? So I was just bumping Tyler earlier today. I forgot all about I, Igor, Igor. One of the best albums of the year. But um, nah, bro. Ain't no six nine. I'm bumping, bro. Six nine lost me when he started coming at Chief Keith. Okay, like you don't, you don't look, look. Let me tell you something about Chicago. <laughs> you don't do that. Okay? You don't say that. You, you don't fucking do that. You don't do that. That's a no no. I don't give a fuck how much niggas in the city beef with each other. I don't give a fuck how much niggas in the city try to kill, shoot at each other. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Hey, that's like when the I, I whoop my kids, you don't type shit. Right. When an outsider tries to come in and boss up, and I only, I ain't been liking none of this Chief Keith music, but you ain't finna come down here to. Fucking 64th and King Drive talking about, oh, where, where this nigga at? Woo, woo, woo. Boy, don't do that. Don't do that. He actually don't did that? that? Yeah, he did that. <laughs> he was down there, but he was down there like 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. Right after it had just rained. Talking about, I don't see nobody out here. Bitches, 5 o'clock in the morning. And you a fucking fed, so ain't nobody finna blow at your ass anyway. <laughs> Chief Keith said that shit. Chief Keith said, like, you a fed, bro. He called that shit. Like, Chief Keith is probably one of the most, like, Rawest niggas ever just for the shit he be saying and the shit be coming true. Like he said this nigga was a fed. Now look at this nigga. <laughs> Everybody beefed with that nigga. Everybody beefed with that nigga and ended up in some type of situation. Chief Keith, the most getting into it with the police officers ass niggas ever, said, I'm not fucking with that nigga. Didn't continue. No beef stayed away from him to look at it. Look how it turned out. So shout out to Chief Keith for that. So fuck 6ix9ine. Fuck all that shit he got going on. That shit is wild. If you want to get into some street shit, you got to understand. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. And if he been in the form since the beginning, that just lets you know the lengths that the authorities will go to, the money they will pay to take people down. Like, was shoddy in them in the nine tray or whatever the fucking blood game? Was they really doing dirt and getting money to the point where we had to create a rapper who was a global icon to infiltrate their game? Really? Interesting shit, so. Interesting to say. Interesting. Interesting to say the least. Uh, I got a Goofy Mandela. Goofy! I got a Goofy Mandela, too. Go ahead. All right. I was just watching, uh, you know, and I got, I got this kind of, this kind of falls into two topics that I got, and they both, um, they both have to do with NCAA football. Okay. All right. I don't want to get too heavy into sports. We can if you want to, but 
It'd be a lot of motherfucking blowouts in college football, bro. Like, like a Definitely. lot, especially when it's a ranked team against, you know, an unranked team. It's just like sometimes like today, Michigan versus Rutgers or some shit. 52 zip. Like right. who wants to watch that? Yeah, I don't I don't you know, like let's I've never really had a college team that I rooted for. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about Michigan and whatnot. But are you are you watching like as a Michigan fan? Are you watching a 52 to nothing blow and being like geeked? Because I, I, I just want to know if we up or if we down. Well, clearly up. You know what I'm saying? You do not. You a ranked team, Michigan against Rutgers. You know what I'm saying? Unranked. Fifty-two yeah, zip. Yeah. Fifty-two zip. Like, are you still? Are you still in it? Watching that game? Like, nah. This, this shit sh- turns into a baseball game. It turns into a baseball game. So it's basically like background shit. Because I can put it in relation to like a team that I might root for, like you know, like like a 2010 Bulls or something, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say. Well, this is this would be different because Miami's not just some bottom feeder. They'd be a good team if they right. beat them by like. 30 I'm, I'm still watching every play and every shot that goes in and i'm geek like boss they at right right but if you if if my 2010 bulls are beating up on like the charlotte bobcats by 40 am i still geeked over every possession like boss they you know what i'm saying so that's my that's my question when it comes to college football ranked teams playing unranked teams and they just straight fucking blowouts i mean the other team ain't scoring in a way you get what i'm saying right in a way you could kind of be geeked up because your defense is crushing them niggas they ain't scoring shit they ain't even getting a field goal whatever you know what i mean so basically what i'm asking is like shit is that shit entertaining so the difference between college football and the national football league is this college football teams are college teams right (laughs) okay so with that being said even if i'm not a um ranked team that the fan the fan base of one school will always be interested in the school regardless of whatever the team is doing regardless if the team's good or bad motherfuckers gonna root for their team regardless of whether alabama was good this whole time or not people in alabama still gonna root for alabama yeah people that go to that school are still gonna root for that school Mm -hmm. so even if that school's getting blown out i think there's more of an incentive to watch the game because it's different than the NFL. It's like when you watch NFL games and they getting blown out, it's like, bro, y'all get paid millions of dollars and y'all niggas not even trying. You feel me? <laughs> like, y'all not even trying. Like, y'all y'all got the little 14-point lead. Even if y'all is trying, y'all ain't competing. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all right. ain't really out here doing shit. But when I'm watching these college kids play, they out there giving it they all because either A, they trying to get to the league, or B, this is... This is the top of the line. This is the top of the mountain for them. College football was the league to them. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't plan on going to the NFL or they don't plan on playing after this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they give their heart more. And the thing about the college games being such blowouts is it's different than the NFL in the aspect of the NFL hires nothing but grown-ass men, right, who have played at least three years of college football. Right. College football players, sometimes the school, if they can't get the right recruits, they're undersized. So if they not, they might have a fucking 5'10 defensive end. <laughs> Knowing damn well the defensive end on the other team, 6'3", 250, but you out here with this 5'10", 5'11", you know, 215 defensive end. Right. But they going out there and they playing. Trying to, you know trying, to get pa- trying to get past a fucking 300-pound left tackle that's definitely going to the pros in the draft. Definitely. Right, you right. feel me? So, so I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing about college football. Me personally, how would you feel um, if how would you feel if like Michigan was the unranked team and they they got zero and 
Rutgers is ranked and they got 52. Are you still I'm, a I'm Michigan fan? I'm cutting their bitch asses the fuck off. <laughs> I'm still a fan. I'm just cutting their bitch ass the fuck off. Like I did when we got blown out by Wisconsin last week. Got our ass blue, boy. Oh, boy. I was trying to bet on that game. Oh, boy went nuts. The uh, running back for Wisconsin. Thought, yeah, he went fucking ape shit. Because you should bet your money. They was promoting this man before the game, like a couple days before the game. They was just talking about this nigga, this Wisconsin I running back. Truth. Yeah, so I was like, man, I yeah. might play that shit. But, uh, yeah, Should've yeah. Should have played it. Yeah. Because he didn't play with us. <laughs> Fuck. I <laughs> think them niggas was up like 28-7 and 28 fucking zero in the first half, bro. That shit was... Shit is trash. Fuck Jim Harbaugh, man. If that nigga's still the coach next season, I'm done with them niggas. Yeah, they was calling for I'm his done. head on the show I was listening to, talking about, do y'all want Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer, like, motherfuckers that, that's no Urban Meyer, like, he ain't going, he ain't leaving, you know, he's not going to Michigan or whatever. Man, look, if you pay the man, he will come. Urban Meyer's shown you he a mercenary. He's sitting up here letting people, uh fucking get away with whatever the fuck they getting away with beating on their wives he had kids that was accused of raping shit urban meyer don't give a fuck about none of that shit urban meyer the same coach that coached that back-to-back florida team that had who on it that T- had who on it T-Lo. that had tebow but but who was tebow tight end was there uh yeah it was, was it? killer hernandez was it her it was hernandez yeah killer hernandez so clearly, Urban Meyer don't have no fucking loyalty to nobody but the money. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I. I, I wouldn't. I would. I have a problem with Urban Meyer becoming the coach of Michigan. The real Michigan fan in me, slightly, but the logical Michigan fan in me, like hell yeah, get us a fucking ship. Fuck is you saying? Because this guy, because this guy over here is a jackass. <laughs> Straight up, I'm. I'm done with Jim Harbaugh. So. But yeah, that bring that brings me into my group of Mandela. So I'm watching it. It's uh it's UNC versus the number one fucking team in the country, Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. UNC somehow ties it up or is down by one, 20 to 21 with a minute and 40 left. They you know they run the field, they get down there, they score, they touch down to bring them within one, right? Mm-hmm. Field goal ties it up. A minute 40 left with Clemson. Y'all been doing straight to kind of keep them, you know, at a at a you know competitive level as far as balance like you know 20 to whatever they didn't have like fucking 60 points or set you know whatever they kept it close so it's mm. like kick the fucking field goal and do what you've been doing all game tie it up these motherfuckers wanted to go for two completely did not fucking convert completely was down by one completely had no timeouts left completely fucking lost so i feel like they're goofy mandela for that I'm asking you, should they be greedy and go for the two like they did, or should they humble them the goddamn selves and take the, you know, the more average points and tie up? You tie up, because this like, is the number one fucking team in the country. You are UNC, you are unranked, you're at home, your crowd's behind it, y'all having a good fucking Saturday, and you do that shit. I say you tie it up. Hell but yeah. The re- the reason why they go for it is because when you when you got when you got somebody by the balls, you want to kill them. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to give them a chance to wiggle away. So if they score right there, they look like some fucking geniuses. If they don't, they look like the jackasses they are. But at the end of the day, they look like the jackasses that played a real good game and came real close. You know what I'm saying? Which like which you, will at the end of the day, win or loss, that performance will move them up. They probably won't be ranked. But it will no, move. No, but it'll definitely put them on the radar. Absolutely. But still, bro, 
I'm like, man, you you tie that motherfucker up and you kind of do what you've been doing. They had a lot of three and outs. You know what I'm saying? D, uh, UNC they, defense, plus. they had a lot of three and outs against the number one team in the country. It's like, you know, do what you've been doing. Have faith. You know, don't get a little too greedy, which I feel like they did. Plus, college football overtime is generous to the point where they give both teams a fucking chance. Oh, yeah, right. Why you not? You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, that was crazy. So, and they start you off on, like, the 25-yard line. Like, bro, believe in your fucking offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, kick the fucking field goal. Hit the fuck, or kick the uh, the point after. Absolutely. Fuck, fucking asshole. But then again, does that, sh- does that show you how rigged college sports is? I don't know. As as far as like just letting the the the, the undefeated three and zero Clemson remain undefeated and now be four and zero, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's like fuck, bro. Y'all, this is stupid. It's like I I'm not I'm not rooting for UNC, y'all. But if I don't have a rooting interest in either team, I'm rooting for the underdog. Oh, I'm, of course. I'm, on Saturdays, on Saturdays, like I was just talking about, you see a lot of fucking. Ranked teams going against unranked teams, and it'd be like that Michigan game, 52 zip. But when I see, when I go through my fucking sports feed and I see number one Clemson losing to unranked UNC 14 to 7, I'm cutting it on. I'm like, fuck it, let's go, UNC, right? I don't give a fuck if, like, you know, it's the number one team or not. I like to see the underdogs, what, you know, what, perform. Wait, well, hold on. You said Michigan blew out Rutgers today by 52 0? <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and that shit still don't fucking matter because y'all got y'all ass bust by Wisconsin last week. Right. Fuck out of here. They was number twenty. Michigan was number twenty ranked today. So yeah, but when we was just ranked thirteenth, you niggas going to the Tostados Bowl or whatever the fuck. Tostitos. What was what was yeah. what was Wisconsin at the time when they Motor played? Motor City Bowl. Looking ass. Uh, Wisconsin was ranked eleventh last week. I'm pretty sure they in the top ten this week. So it was eleven against thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And they moved on. They dropped all the way down bust. to 20. In Wisconsin, like, 7 or 6 now or some shit. Got our ass bust. You hear me? But, yeah, that was my goofy mentality. Like, that, that shit legit just happened if motherfuckers was following along and shit like that. Literally just happened before this podcast started and shit. Just watching that game. And I was just like, what the fuck? The pros game is like, you know, you got three people on the panel. You know what I'm saying? The one dude's the host. He asked the other two people what they would have done, of course. The, the 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 beige motherfucker said, you know, I like what they did. The black dude was like, nah, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? You take it, you play it safe, and you tie it up. I'm like, I feel you, black dude. You, I feel you, black man. We already got that's a lot what, against us, so we fucking don't be greedy with the shit. <laughs> and that's why the white man run the world now, because they're willing to take chance. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas always go be complacent. always go come in second place. What Rick and Bob say, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> oh shit. But uh <laughs> back on the goofy Mandelas, man. See, we could be we could be racist and talk about our own race too. So I know he's going crazy on the on the Mexicans and the Latinos last week, you know. I see bone back. I, I see stupidity and smarts before I see color. Just to let y'all know. <laughs> I see stupidity and smarts before I see colors. Oh shit. Speaking of goofy Mandela. Mother rubbed heroin on her one-year-old's gums to help her sleep. Father said, this nigga instantly started laughing. This nigga instantly started laughing. Ready to go night-night, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. You was ready to go night-night, nigga. Take a wild wild guess what state it was in. Uh, Florida. Florida. (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm about to give you you a guess. It was Florida, Washington, or Maine. Pick one. Fuck. I'm going Washington the state. I'm going with Maine. 
because I'm fucking an asshole. You smart. You a smart ass nigga, bro. Okay. It was Maine. It was in Bangor, Michigan. I mean, Bangor, Maine. <laughs> That's what the name is, Bangor. I'm banging your Maine. I'm banging your Maine woman. <laughs> Woo! Boss. Fuck you mean. A 33-year-old Maine woman arrested Tuesday in the death. <laughs> oh, now it's not funny anymore, right? In the death of her one-year-old daughter is accused of rubbing heroin residue on the girl's gums to help her sleep, court documents say. Kimberly Dumbass Whatever of Bangor, Maine, appeared in court Wednesday and pled not guilty to charges of child endangerment and drug possession. So, see, that's what fucks me up here. How is this bitch not charged with murder one? How are you only charged with child endangerment and drug possession? Huh? Yeah, how's that child endangerment when the child's clearly danger? The child's dead. You didn't endanger the child. You, you, there's... Like you said, one go night night nigga. Like, what the fuck? And, um, and it's fucked up because there's gonna be some fucking attorney or some fucking lawyer in court trying to back this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, well, heroin technically is some type of medicine. Like, you know, sometimes they give heroin to recovering crack addicts. <laughs> was this, was the baby a crack baby? Look, anyway, her daughter, her daughter Jordan was found unresponsive at the home in October 2018. And was pronounced dead at an area hospital. The main medical examiner later determined that she died of an acute intoxication from the powerful synthetic opioid fentanyl. Oh yeah, that's what that's what Mac Miller died from. These niggas said heroin though. It's probably heroin laced with fentanyl, like Mac Miller shit. Damn, that's how they got a Mac out of here. Fuck. Um, Max booked. You see, you see what I did there? <laughs> the Banger Daily News reports that the child's father told police he saw uh, the dumbass girl apply the residue to the little girl's gums more than a dozen times when she had trouble falling asleep. She allegedly told him that uh, she would never hurt the girl on purpose, but that she had done the same thing with their two older children when they were younger. Bro, how long y'all been doing heroin? <laughs> I didn't know heroin was one of them drugs you just do for years and you just casually. I thought that shit take your ass out. Niggas is just functioning heroin addicts, huh? In moderation. <laughs> Fuck, who does heroin in moderation? <laughs> I, I had me a little hair, had me a little H over the weekend. Yeah, you know, me and Susie went up to the cabin, tripped out, was tripping balls. Did some day, did some skin, skinny diving. You know, it was good. Fuck out of here. Um. So yeah, that that's enough of that fucking story. That's yeah, that's OC. That story. That's OC. Speaking of motherfuckers, speaking of motherfuckers, probably about to get off. You've been peeping um the court case against that chick down in Dallas, that cop down in Dallas that had ran up in um homie crib and shot him. Nah, you remember that? Mm. Uh, my man, my man's name was Bokan something Gene, some wild name. He was an African buddy though. You know what I'm saying? But um, supposedly this cop thought she walked into her own apartment, walked in someone else's apartment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, yeah so they had her now. on this. Yeah, they had her on the stand this past week. Mm-hmm. And they had her all over Twitter because all they were saying is, oh, this bitch definitely finna get off. She had the waterworks going. You feel me? She all had the, and shit? 
Oh man, she 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 looks so. You know how ugly white women get when they cry. They almost look like. Um, they almost look like they're not crying. They almost look like sixty-three-year-old versions of thirteen-year-olds and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, you young, but you old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. face is terrible. Like, ugh. But yeah, she was on the stand with the waterworks, man. I think she's definitely gonna fuck around and get off. And it's just sad. It's just terrible. And man. she was, like, and she was the police officer that got off that went into another apartment, right? Right. She got off. Aren't you like, she went, aren't you, you went home? Fucking train for this shit? Fuck out of here. Right. Like, how do you walk into the wrong apartment? How? How? Like, that story still don't make sense to me. Like, how do you walk into the wrong apartment? Bro, she if had CTE, thought, bro. You ever seen Ballers? She had CTE. My nigga Ricky Jarrett, he's on Ballers. He walked inside, like, some motherfucker's crib that was lived next door to him. Was in the refrigerator like, when the fuck did I buy this? Little white boy open up, come come in the kitchen like, who are you? He turned around, clock is that. <laughs> Clearly, but, but, but he had CTE, he had brain damage. But does my man play football on the show? Because <laughs> this bitch plays a police officer in real life. And the last time I checked, that didn't involve any helmet-to-helmet contact, all right? So what's her fucking excuse? She ain't got one. She walked in somebody. She clearly probably went over there to kill that man, bro. And why she killed that no man, shit. nobody will ever know. Like, yeah, and she's crying because she got caught and it's fucked up. Save the she, save the sob story, shorty. She crying because she potentially knows she can get off from crying. That's what she's <laughs> crying. That bitch ain't sad. That bitch trying to get out. I got it if you have to. Or, I mean, if you had to. That's H-A-D, not H-A-F-V. Or A-V-E, sorry. So, um... For y'all that are um, familiar with this object, there is a standing desk, okay? So if you're one of those people that like, oh, I hate sitting down all day at my job. I want to be on my feet. I want to be active. I don't want to be a sloppy fuck sitting down all day. (laughs) They make standing desks. So it's like you don't have- They make standing desks? Yeah, so you don't have a fucking chair. You just stand at your desk. This is what this nigga sends me. So if you had to, bro, would you rather have a standing desk? Like, if you had this job, if you had an office job where you're on the computer and shit, or at a desk, would you rather have, if you had to, a fucking standing desk where you stand up all day at the desk, or you got these motherfucking things that I just sent, bro, which are wearable fucking chairs? I'm done, man. (laughs) I'm fucking done. We all going to hell, dog. We're going to hell. <laughs> One of the comments on this is, can't wait to have a kickstand for my ass. <laughs> That's literally what this shit is. This shit strapped around my man's thighs and shit. You see this nigga sitting at the subway just waiting for the train and shit? Yeah. Like, how, like... What all? What what type? Like, what type of asshole are you really, right? Gee, this is some great grade eight asshole <laughs> shit. But I'm gonna tell you though, from looking at this photo, you know where they at with this shit already, right? I'm going. I'm going with Asia. <laughs> right. You know. You know. Some fucking Asians came up with some <laughs> shit like this. <laughs> you are, know some fucking are, Asians. Aren't you guys technically already sitting? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this nigga's, 
Aren't y'all already technically sitting? Oh, now nah, you can't say that because you know they got their little basketball players. Their basketball players one, all the shit. One basketball. Okay, player. yeah. They got some some other players. Name them. <laughs> I was finna say, uh, yeah, exactly. The guy, the goddamn baseball player was Ichiro. That nigga definitely wasn't over. That nigga about my height. That nigga, that nigga about shorter than the bat. <laughs> <laughs> and he got one of these kickstands for his ass. That nigga Ichiro could hide behind the pitcher's mound. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna Gee, get? Where did you find me? Y'all gonna joke? get these jokes? I don't know. Probably the wonderful world of Twitter shit. You see where the fucking notification is? Gee, this is a ass. This is a st- goodbye standing desk. Hello, wearable chair. So if you had to, bro, you got a job, right? You work at a fucking office. You got a computer. You got a desk, whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. You either have to stand all day at a standing desk. Oh, my God. Or you can't sit because you got fucking wearable chairs. Bro. Do you see how this shit sit dangles off your ass? Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> it looks like you bought you it looks like you supposed to be in cliffhanger with fucking um Stallone and shit climbing up fucking mountains with this bitch. This nigga pants 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 says isn't sitting the new smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, nigga had the nerve to wear this shit with some capris. <laughs> Niggas had the nerve. Yeah, I'm I'm done. They're basically like they're basically like stilts for your fucking thighs when you want to sit. Bro. Oh my god. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just watching the video of my man use it. It's So what happens what happens when I gotta take a shit? Why did he have to sit to open the refrigerator door though? What happens when I have to take a shit? You better not shit on yourself because you got a lot of accessories to take off. See, that's the difference between the standing desk and the wearable chairs. Standing desk, less accessories. But you better. And ha- I can lean on that bitch. <laughs> you ain't never lying. Gee, look at this shit. This shit is terrible. It is. They terrible. just finding more ways for niggas to be lazier and lazier. I swear to God. So if you're anti-lazy, you definitely be all about standing desk for your job instead of this shit. Yeah, if you fucking a lazy ass nigga, you could probably purchase one of them for like fifteen hundred. But you can't sit down, bro. Like this your job. I don't know, like if you know how long you plan on being there. Let's say you got to be there for a year, five days a week, ten hour shifts, eight to ten hour shifts. You standing the whole time instead of putting these fucking weird things on. I don't. That's. i'm sorry dog i'm sorry man like y'all gotta go out and google this video for this shit man he's (laughs) fucking asians are crazy man i see why trump was trying to motherfucking get the tariffs on on deck for y'all asses y'all over there got too much free time on y'all hands Um, walmart gonna have an anti-lazy aisle or you just have a whole (laughs) whole bunch of wild shit like this in there Next, they're going to have fucking discs that walk with you and shit. They're going to have blunt splitters and everything in that bitch. Hey, can you imagine a walker with like a, a like a TV dinner tabletop? <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't even got to push that bitch with your hands. Like, it's some shit that's connected to your waist that pushes it in front of you and shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. What are you going to do when you have to get in your car with one of them bitches on? 
I can see somebody sitting in the back of a pickup truck with one of them bitches right now. I don't even like having fucking too many shit in my pockets, let alone having to carry these things around. Let alone another set of metal legs to hold my ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, more goofy Mandelas, man. This is plenty goofies. It was a slow news week, but we got we got plenty goofies. Do it now. Um, plane passenger opens emergency exit for what you guessed it a breath of fresh air (laughs) (laughs) a passenger um on whatever wild ass airline this is this is some old chinese shit y'all got going on over there um a passenger recently delayed her flight's departure by one hour when she opened the emergency door for the aircraft because she reportedly felt the cabin was too stuffy and wanted a breath of fresh air. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, I'm finna. <laughs> Wait till you see this shit. This is what this bitch thought it was gonna get her a breath of fresh air, bro. <laughs> Peep this shit. This bitch got more than she could bargain for, I tell you that. Breath of fresh air. You gonna have fresh air, alright? Um. On September 23rd, the unnamed woman got hot toward the end of the boarding process for flight MF8215, which was traveling from some wild-ass name international airport in the city of um, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. Okay? It was a plane. Of course, You're talking about flying. some Wuhan to high. <laughs> Come on, now. Though the passenger had been warned by flight attendants not to touch the lever on the emergency exit near a seat, per the news outlet, she didn't listen and she popped open the door. The woman later justified her decision on the grounds that the cabin got stuffy and warranted uh, a breath of fresh air. The illicit move delayed the plane's takeoff by one hour and a second round of safety inspections had to be carried out while the airplane officials had to safely close the door again. Who the fuck is flying on that plane after this bitch done popped the latch? <laughs> yeah, y'all better give us a new plane. <laughs> give me a new plane. Fuck you mean. Y'all just playing Legos with planes now? Like, come on now. So it's like it's like once you board and before you before you take off, Shorty got hot and fucking and, and, and flustered. Now, if anybody ever been on a plane before, especially a spirit flight, we all know, okay, that them bitches do get extremely hot before they cut the air on before they get to moving the fucking plane. This is a known fact. So what made you think you could... What, what? Hey, motherfuckers be entitled. They be feel like they could just do whatever the fuck they want to in life. Clearly, she felt entitled to a breath of fresh air and delayed everybody... The fact that it only held this plane up by an hour is disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like this shit should have took a lot longer than what it did. You feel me? Like, this process should have just took a lot longer than what it did. Straight up. Yeah, I need a refund. I need a new plane. I need to change seats. I don't want to be close to this fucking door that's never opened before. Fuck you mean? When's the last time you seen that door open on a plane, bro? Bro. Only time I've seen a door open on the plane is the one that lets me in and out that bitch before and after my flight. Okay? Unless it was a Die Hard movie, 
All right, I ain't never seen no fucking no fucking plane with the door open like that before. Right, unless sh- unless it was rampage or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit is totally unnecessary, dog. Like, I don't know what be on people's birds, man. For real, for real. Well, the same thing was on this person's bird. I don't know if I brought it up before, but did you did you see the tweet uh, from? Uh, I forgot what airline it is, but they basically tweeted out, oh, it's a fucking Indian airline, KLM, <laughs> KLM in India. They tweeted out, um, according to data studies, by time, the fatality rate for the seats in the middle of the plane is the highest, the tweet said. However, the fatality rate for the seats in the front is marginally lesser and is least for seats at the rear third of the plane. That's what they tweeted out, and it caused a lot of controversy because why the fuck are you talking about some shit that we don't want to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Why are y'all giving facts to the fact that if I sit in the middle of the plane, I'm more prone to die in a plane accident as opposed to the people in the front and the people in the back? So now no one wants to fucking sit in the middle. Now we're fighting. Now I'm definitely flying coach in the back. (laughs) Definitely. Fuck you mean. (laughs) I'm paying 50. My next spirit flight, I will be in the back of the fucking plane. <laughs> That's funny because my last two flights, I was in the back. Literally, like, the last row. In the back, in the middle seat? What about up against the wall? I don't want to be up against the wall. I was on the outside. I was in the uh, aisle, aisle seat or whatever. But middle seat? Yeah, that was, the, that was the only way we was going to be able to sit together. Me and the people we were with, I was with is if we kind of, like, hijacked this last seat, which is supposed to be for the flight attendants, but we was, like, bogart that shit. Fuck that. We want to sit together, right? Man, fuck flight attendants. They got the little seats that come down out the walls behind the curtains in the back where all the refreshments at. I know y'all game. Y'all just don't like them shits because they skinny as fuck. So, yeah. yeah that's y'all job. KLM, KLM India uh, responded to their own tweet after the controversy with, <laughs> we would like to sincerely apologize for... Spelt apologize wrong too, KLM India. We would seriously like to apologize for a recent update. The post was based on a public, publicly available aviation fact. Avi- Say it with the accent. Avi- Read it with the accent. We would like to consider. <laughs> we would like to sincerely make you donuts. What? <laughs> we would like. <laughs> we would like to sincerely ask you how much sugar and cream. I mean. <laughs> We would we would like to buy the corner store. I mean, oh, oh, oh. we would sincerely like for you to buy whatever and get the fuck out. We would like you to sincerely hurry up and buy. We would sincerely like for you to sit in the middle of the plane for upon crashing you will die and we won't have to refund you. We would seriously apologize for the recent update. The post was made. The post was based on publicly available aviation fact and isn't a KLM opinion. It was never our intention to hurt anyone's sentiments. The post has since been deleted. It's since been deleted. Deleted. It's since. It's since been. It's since been. Oh. Yeah, KLM Media. Good job for fucking up, telling people that are about to board your planes where to sit in case you this motherfucker crashes. Joe, we gotta read more shit with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great one. Since no since been recently, this recently since been. <laughs> oh shit! It's recently since been. Yo ass um, dumb as hell, but yeah. <clears throat> did you know that the OK 
okay this this symbol right here this right here when you make it with the hands mm. this is a hate symbol now <laughs> this is a hate symbol you laughing you ready yeah so it's a w and a p for white power so the okay oh, hand I gesture. I heard about that. Yeah, I so heard, you okay putting upside, hand I heard gesture. people putting upside down at sports games. I've seen white people doing that. Oh, they putting it upside down? So what's it mean upside down? They're basically trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? They want to act like they're doing the this game. Oh. They want to they act like they're doing this game, but really they're being they throw super fucking racist. Really, they want to white power it up, huh? Subliminal. It's like you, 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 you want to be about this life, but you're still being subliminal because we'll beat your motherfucking ass, type shit. But yeah, I've seen, I saw that at sports games, like especially last year in the NBA, it came up a couple of times. People got banned from the games for doing that shit. Really? So the okay hand gesture is now a hate symbol, according to a new report by the Anti-Defamation League. The ADL added the symbol along with several others on Thursday in its long-standing database of slogans and symbols used by extremists. The finger and thumb OK sign is universally known for meaning everything is all right or approval of something. But the ADL says while not everyone means to be hateful, the sign has been co-opted by the alt-right. The OK hand gesture and its link to white nationalism began as a hoax cooked up by users of the website 4chan who falsely linked uh, who falsely linked it to white supremacy according to the ADL so uh, hey so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna make up a website and say that Trump is for black people and find a way to tie him into black people since people are just believing whatever and then Maybe we'll get some. Maybe we'll get some ground in this country. Now, speaking of Trump, because this okay shit is whatever. But speaking of Trump, check this out. Check this out. So I read, and I'm not sure if I'm right. So listeners, confirm it on your own. Make sure you do your fact check. And I'm just trying to bring something to the light. I read because you know we got this. We got this bet between us on uh, Trump getting impeached, right? If Trump is impeached and removed out of office before his first term, he can re-run or he can run again for president, right? And if he is elected again to being the president of the United States, let's say he gets impeached right now, right? He runs again in 2020, right? He gets elected. His term in 2020 will count as his first term not his second it will count as his first term because he was not allowed to finish out his first term okay so basically what folks have been saying is that's the plan the plan is to go ahead let him get impeached but that the democrats truly don't have anyone to try and win the presidency right now so trump will rerun for 2020 get elected then rerun again in 2024 because technically if he's impeached this term does not count as a full term chances and because he was chances of the asshole getting reelected though shit a smooth 65 to 70% yes that's crazy once again once again you got to look at who the democrats got joe biden ain't going to make it okay sorry he probably don't win the primary or he might he about win the primary um 
Bernie Sanders probably doesn't win the primary. Uh, Elizabeth if Warren. That nigga ain't got it, the blackest name. What, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> and you kick it with Killer Mike, right? Anywho. Um, Elizabeth Warren. I don't have anything against Elizabeth Warren, but once again, I don't think this country is ready to an elect a woman as the president. I think that's why Hillary lost so miserably is because this country was that sexist in their views of women and how they hold women in this country. I don't think this country is ready for it. So who's left? Well, you got Trump and Biden. Well, Biden's been biting himself in the ass so much, he probably ain't going to make it. Bernie, I don't know. I think I think that if the Democrats are smart and if we're being real about it, you should probably run Bernie as, as the president, run Elizabeth Warren as VP. You should do that. And that might give you a fighting chance versus Trump. Or what they're more than likely going to do is let Joe get it and they'll run Elizabeth Warren with him as his VP. That'll probably get it done. Other than that, y'all niggas ain't got shit. You can't run Bernie and Joe together because them two is just too opposite. That shit ain't going to work. And I don't think Bernie would be a good VP to, uh, to Biden. I don't. You could even run it where 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 um Bernie is, is is the VP to Warren. Or Joe might even be the VP to Warren if she wins the primary that much. But like I said, I don't know if this country's ready to elect a woman as president. Although y'all just elected Agent Orange, you know, to be president and y'all was cool with that. So Agent Pumpkin and shit. You know what I'm saying? Pumpkin spice over there and shit. So if you had I, to. If I had to. This is your president. You have My to prezo. you have to kick it with him for two consecutive days. I got to kick it with Trump for two days? No, I'm just saying. This is I'm going to give you your presidents in a second. Oh, okay. But you okay, have to okay. kick it with him for two consecutive days. That means when 48 you hours. That means when you go to sleep and you wake up, you're back to kicking it with buddy. So 7 a.m. to like 7 a.m. and then 7 a.m. back to 7 a.m. <laughs> All right, come on. Run, run me my options. Joe Budden or Joe Biden? Sticker <laughs> <laughs> said Joe Budden or Joe Biden. But remember, this motherfucker has to be your president. Ugh. For the sake of the show and the show being funny, of course I'm going with Budden. <laughs> Fuck you mean? Joe Budden is president? And you get two exclusive days. Gee, I need, I need more than... I'm trying to get up in this nigga cabinet now. I'm using them two days as an audition and interview. <laughs> Shit. Nigga. I'm trying to intern, my nigga. Put me in the game. I'm trying to get a cabinet spot. Can I be um, secretary of fucking agriculture? Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would love to be secretary or head of agriculture. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? Put me in the game, Joe. Joe Biden or Joe Budden. Joe Biden, Joe Budden. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was off the top. That was a good one. That was. Um, that was what else I got? I got something. Something that we were. Something that we were. Matter of fact, the fifty. The fifty dishes that best represent every state in America. I'm not gonna go through every fucking state. But fifty I'm, dishes that best represent each state. Okay, give us a few. Uh, pick pick a state. Um. 
Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. What do they? What do they have to say about? It's probably that? like corn and some shit. Uh, Chicago hot dog. Chicago hot dog represents this whole state. Every state has a runner up, and the runner up is. I don't know, nigga. No, no guess. Corn. <laughs> Italian beef sandwich. Those describe Chicago. What the fuck ever? Which is Illinois. Let's be fair. Right. And Chicago is Illinois. So Chicago hot dog was the answer, and the runner-up is Italian beef sandwich. All right. Give me, uh, give me Nevada. Uh, Nevada. <laughs> Tacos. Shrimp cocktail and prime rib fancy ass. What? Yeah. And the runner Shrimp up. Shrimp cocktail and prime rib. Whoa. <laughs> a little fancy ass. Little down on the strip ass. Margaritaville drinking ass. The runner up is the shit I can't even pronounce. B-A-S-Q-U-E. Basque. Basque. I don't know. Basquiat. Food. It just says Basque. Basque. Basquiat food. Whatever. Some shit we can't pronounce, probably can't afford, probably won't eat. We have to go to the brotherland now. Oh, you got to tell me Michigan shit. We definitely got to hit the brotherland up. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, folks. Michigan, Michigan. Chili, chili hot dogs. Pasties. Pasties? <laughs> you mean pastries, nigga? Nope. It just says pasties. P-A-S-T-I-E-S. It's Don't even know what the fuck that is. What the fuck is a pasty? The runner-up? Coney dog. Yeah, Coney dog. Chili cheese dog. So I've, I've got reports. We're getting reports that pasties go over your nipples. These are things that you put over your nipples when you wear, wear certain types of tops. Okay, so we, that's that's a like an edible bra? Like... Oh, strippers wear them. So, yeah, I guess they're edible bras then. That That's works. That's about right. Well, since we got, since we do have uh, a guest, let's let's go ahead and do Georgia. Let's find Georgia. Right. Okay, let's get Georgia in there. I'm Let me guess. Ribs. <laughs> Shotgun shells. Nooses. Oh, this boy. Oh, oh, oh. You're, you're, <laughs> you're an asshole. Georgia, number one in bold is pecan pie. Pecan pie for Georgia. Okay. We got a thumbs up. We got a that's okay. That gets a pass from the Georgia. White power. White power. And the runner up. Do we have a runner up? Do we have a guest for the runner up? What's the guest? What's the, what's the runner up? Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy is the runner up for Georgia. Uh, we got it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. White power. Okay. White power. California's burritos in bold. California's burritos in bold. <laughs> and, and the runner up is street tacos. Like and street tacos? Yeah. What's Maine? Maine. A, a whoopie pie. A whoopie pie? What the fuck? What? Dreadlock hair in your pie? <laughs> Sister, sister act too? <laughs> what? All right, fuck them, fuck them. Let me run her up lobster for me. Oh, what Florida got? Let's see. Cubans. 
we're fine. We're fine in Florida. We're we're scrolling through 50. Give me a second here, folks. It is 50. That's fucked up, bro. It it literally <laughs> is in bold Cuban sandwich. Ah, thank you. It's Cuban sandwich for Florida. All right, yeah. Runner up, key lime pie. Key lime pie. Okay, runner up. Hey, what's New Mexico? Let me guess. Crystal meth. <laughs> Avocado. Avocados in New Mexico. What's their runner up? Let me guess. Crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> Los Polos Locos. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted green, <laughs> roasted green chilies. Roasted green chilies. Yeah, roasted green, roasted green chilies. I almost want to ask you what um, Omaha's is. What's what's Nebraska? Bananas? <laughs> 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 Niggas don't even understand though. Niggas don't even get it. They though. don't even get that shit. Niggas don't get it. Nebraska, whatever the fuck Runza is. Runza was Runza. R U N Z A. Probably give you the runs, whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. <laughs> they got a, they got a decent runner-up. Cinnamon rolls they, with chili. Never mind. Cinnamon rolls with chili. Who the fuck eats cinnamon rolls with chili? <laughs> Might as well make a tumbleweed pie while you at it. What the fuck? Ugh. Okay, I gotta ask. What's Montana's? Uh, we're scroll, we're scrolling through the states. We're uh. We're coming up on Montana here soon, I think. Uh, Huckleberry Cobbler. Huckleberry Cobbler? <laughs> ain't, ain't that racist? Ain't that Huckleberry some racist shit? Cobbler. Huckleberry, Huckleberry Cobbler. <laughs> this nigga dead. <laughs> that nigga said, what is this? <laughs> racist. <laughs> Uh, they run her up as bison burgers. Bison burgers. Now that sounds decent. Bison burgers sounds decent. Ohio yeah. Cincinnati style chili. Uh, Ohio Cincinnati style chili. She talking about mm-hmm. Got white power on and that they, one. White power. And they run. They run. <laughs> they, they run her up as kielbasa, sauerkraut, and pergoes. Per pergoes. What? Pergoa? All right, let's get out of here with this food. <laughs> let's get out of here. Um, something I wanted to speak on. Three white sixth grade boys pinned down their black <laughs> classmate and cut her dreadlocks. Damn. A 12-year-old girl says three of her classmates at a Virginia private school pinned her down and cut her dreadlocks, calling her ugly and nappy. Now, this is from the, uh, okay, the group of white sixth grade boys ambushed uh, Amari Allen or Mira Allen during recess Monday as she was about to use the slide on the playground at some uh, Christian school in Fairfax, Virginia. They said my hair was nappy and I was ugly, Allen, who was African-American, told News 4. One of the boys covered Allen's mouth and another held her hands behind her back while the third cut her dreadlocks with a pair of scissors. Does that sound like some shit motherfuckers just thought to do? That sounds like some shit niggas have been planning to do. Yeah, you got motherfuckers in coordination and shit. Yeah, man, like, so so stories like this really stick out to me now because I do have locks now. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm going <laughs> and I'm keeping them. So I'm more I'm more aware of how people are looking at me nowadays. You feel me? Like like I said last week, I'm already a dark skinned nigga. So there's already negative connotations that come with that. But now that I have these locks on my head, and now that I got some new growing shit. Folks really looking at me sideways. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on these little interviews and shit, and motherfuckers really just like. Can I you touch them? Kind of apprehensive to like really spark conversation. And then once they do spark conversation, I get to talk a little bit. They're like, oh, okay. He's not a nigger, nigger. He's just a nigger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they'd be more willing to talk to me and shit. Like, shit is crazy, but shit like this, like, hey, I don't care what nobody says. That's a hate crime. All three of them, them young white men need to be charged with hate crimes. And rape. Hey, you know what? I I wouldn't go as far as to say rape, but some type of sexual misconduct for sure. Can't be holding down your hand, the girl's hands and shit behind her back and pinning her to the you ground. You can almost say it's kidnapping. You can almost say it was kidnapping. That too. And you know, but but absolutely hate crime. I mean, definitely hate crime. Cutting off dreadlocks and shit, man. What the fuck? Yeah, that shit's bullshit. Where was this at? Um. Virginia at a private school too. Wow. Would you expect that to happen more in a private school or not? Yeah, actually I would. Actually I would expect it to happen more in a, in a private school. You know why? Because in public school typically the kids that are going to school together all come from the same type of communities. That means they all come from the same type of economic standpoint. You feel me? As opposed yeah. to a private school where you might have kids that are coming from, I don't know, more wealthier families. So um, I would say that wealthier families come from wealthier neighborhoods and in a wealthier neighborhood in this country, unfortunately, diversity is probably something that lacks. So even though this girl's family had enough money to send her to a private school, she might not be from the area. And even if she has enough money to be in the same area as these kids, it always goes back to say, no matter what, you always gonna be a nigga in a coop. You know what I'm saying? Even though you a black man in a Benz, you always gonna be a nigga in a coop. You, even though you got money, you still gonna be a nigga. You know what I'm saying? You always gonna be black. You're always gonna be African-American. You know what I'm saying? So you're always gonna be frowned upon. You're always gonna be looked down upon no matter what. And that's the problem. Was Kanye the original one to say that? Or was that like <coughs> recited or some shit? I don't know if Kanye was the original one to say it, but Ironic, see, that's what I'm saying. Ironically, this, this right, right, that's what I'm right. saying. Ironically, that's crazy because that's Kanye. Right. That's what I remember you, it from. Right. You. He gave us the gold digger line too. Come on now, let's not forget. Let's not forget. And when he get on, he leo. That's for a white girl. Exactly what he fucking did. You know? So. Well, damn, Gucci. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. What? Kanye. Kunye West. Kunye Northwest. Kunye, Kunye White Power. <laughs> Kunye OK. Um, on a lighter note, Light, Motown releases note. 60 never heard before songs from their vaults. Um, unearthed tracks by Stevie Wonder, The Temptations, Diana Ross, The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, The Jackson 5, Smokey Robinson, and The Miracles are among um, some of the artists that are a part of this uh, 60 songs that have been released. And uh, I think that's pretty dope. I'm definitely trying to uh, get my hands on these 60 songs. They got Diana Ross and the Supremes. And these are all tracks from um, 1969, too. 
six nine. Oh. <laughs> right, go figure. Six nine. Why power? <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of the songs by Earl Van Dyke is Chicken Little sixty nine. <laughs> White Power sixty nine. Chicken Little. Yeah, Chicken Little sixty nine. Sound like a sex position. Well, you had to think that they had some fucking songs, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, that just didn't make the cut. Because when you uh when you sign into like these deals, you just gotta like make songs and make albums and shit. So you just yeah. got throwaways. Yeah. I ain't really had no throwaways. You know what I'm saying? Like if I made if, if it got made, like. <laughs> right. It was getting put on. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm making somebody bump this shit. Fuck you. Ah! Yeah, that's dope. Did they say Jackson 5? Yeah, they got all types. They got Jimmy Ruffin on here, uh, Terry Johnson. I don't know who none of these niggas is. Bobby Taylor, Ivy yeah, Joy. Jimmy Ruffin or some uh, shit. Here go. <laughs> <laughs> they got a group over here called Rare Earth. All right. Um, Yvonne Fair, uh, Rare Earth, Gordon Staples and the Motown Strings. Jimmy Walker, uh, no, 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 this Junior Walker and All Stars, <laughs> the Rustics, Michael Denton, the Originals, like so, some of these people I've never heard of. How you got Michael Bolton and Michael Denton? <laughs> you got bolts and dents. Got <laughs> 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 hey. bolts and dents. So, are they planning on releasing this shit? Did you say? Yeah, like, it's already out. Oh, okay. Um, I got some Keanu Reeves and uh, it's on Spotify. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll share it with you. Share. Did you see that Keanu Reeves and uh, Carrie Ann Moss will reunite for the Matrix Four? Twenty years. Yes, of, I, twenty years yes, after I saw the that. original. I saw that. We are busting. You, you fucking with it? Yeah, I'm fucking with he's, it. Come on now, the ma- bros, the Matrix. Bros, bros said he's fucking with it. I'm all for it. I don't know what the fuck y'all gonna do with the story now, although I have a slight idea what they're gonna do with it. The visuals better I have a be slight co- idea. The visuals better be cold. I think they might pull some shit like Star Wars, where you told us the bulk of the story. Now you might give us like a movie that's a prequel to the first three, and then a movie that's like uh, um, after the first three. Because I thought Neo died in the last one. You know what I'm saying? I thought him and Trinity died in the last one. I want to say that. I don't. Uh, I don't know if the last one was was really uh, had that much good action. It was more like storytelling, probably. Yeah, it was more story. So I'm, I'm, I'm is, curious because I feel like they could have some dope ass visuals if they if they if they want to go that route. You know what I'm saying? I'm just curious to see what you're doing with the storyline because like basically y'all defeated the robots. So is this gonna pick up where Earth is kind of like? coming back to normal and we kind of like have this back and forth between the matrix and the real world or people doing wild shit in the real world clearly neo's in it you know what i'm saying like i thought neo was dead so i'm just curious to see what they're going with but i'm all for it i'm here for it i'm here for it too you're here for it i'm i'm definitely here for it did you come here for it i think they're coming here for it Cause we were We're all here for. Cause we were good without it, clearly, but clearly they wanted to like just come for it for some reason. And and clearly they wanted to give it to us, so I guess we got to take it. They seen too many motherfuckers having cold ass fight scenes. You know what's funny? I was watching Kill Bill and I was watching Star Wars and I was like, these fight scenes this week. 
What? You was watching what? <laughs> Who had weak ass fights? I was watching Kill Bill and I was watching Star Wars. Whoa, Star Wars. I I'm not gonna argue with you on that one, but bro, you can't say Kill Bill has some weak fight scenes. Okay, they wasn't weak, weak, but it was more like Short, it was more like Uma they. Turn, Uma I, up I, the whole Japanese I watched, restaurant. and that's funny because that's the one I watched, Kill Bill Volume One, when she went against the uh, 88s. But listen, she did. It, it was more like a buildup, like you know, it was like cheesy little kill, kills, one one yeah. kills at first, and then she as she went on, she had to go through a little bit more. But yeah, what about when she fought old girl and snatched the other fucking eyeball out and left her in the trailer? That's volume two, and I ain't watched that. And I, I feel you. I feel you. That's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, bro. All right. I'm not. All I'm right. not going. I'm not saying that. That's definitely right. one of the best movies I ever seen. Both of them, like they just raw ass movies. But as far as like the actual fighting, bro, something is something about your show, Game of Thrones, bro, that just fucked it up for a lot of people. That shit was raw, it was edgy, it wasn't cheesy, like the fighting. And maybe it was more like just going well, just going through the process, but it was like you look for more of that raw, edgy shit after seeing some shit like that, man. That's see the thing about let's see the thing about Thrones that made Thrones what it was is understand that it was like medieval times. You know what I'm saying? True. So I think that plays a part because it had to be more authentic with the sword game and just having that hand to hand compact as opposed to maybe some of the films that are set in different times or newer times or more recent times where they didn't have to rely heavily on that type of shit. But I, so. I can say I can say that Marvel with the last two Avengers is kind of kept up, and that shit was cold. I'm not doubting them, but like uh, other last the last Avengers was kind of fluke. Yeah, Infinity War, kinda... Infinity War was snapping, but it's like yeah, because Thanos won. Like so, that's kind of ties into the Matrix thing too. Like I feel like they could snap with the effects and shit with with stuff. Oh, I feel like they're gonna go fucking ape shit. Even with that being said, it's like. That shit was raw, like the the battles too. Like the battles were more. It just like was. It wasn't cheesy. Like they was getting to right. it. So it's kind of hard to compare some shit, especially like Star Wars. It's more like the movie, I guess, like in the story and shit behind stuff. But like the music that they put behind shit when it's happening, the angles, the the time, the the skill, the the uncheesiness about it. You know what I'm saying? The craft. It was just it's. It's hard to compete when you watch some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get wow. it. I gotta get it away. You know what I'm saying? We gotta see some other stuff because that wasn't doing it for me. All right. Um, what else you got? Because there's something I wanted to get into before we wrapped it up. I did see that the Boondocks is getting new life. Yeah, Boondocks is coming back. It'll be on HBO Max. It's gonna be super fucking lit. And it was Black Jesus is back too. And it was on what? It's on H. It's gonna be on HBO Max. What did it used to be on? Uh, <laughs> Adele Swim. Okay. Comedy Cent Comedy Network. Comedy Cartoon Network. So does this do anything better? Uh, I think it'll just give them more leeway to go even crazier. Good. <laughs> so we got that back. We want um, crazy. Like I said, Black Jesus is also back on Cartoon Network or Comedy Central. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah, it's back. So check out Black Jesus. <sighs> Did you like Black now, Monday? Yeah, that was the shit that we was watching. <laughs> that shit was stupid as hell. Yeah, I is it back yet? I don't know. I wonder if they come back. My man was a, the wildest nigga in that show. Matter of fact, speaking of shows, have you seen The Righteous Gemstones? <laughs> no. You ain't been watching your boy? Who? It's got your boy Danny McBride in there. It's yeah. got Red in there. Yeah, there's Lee Russell in it too? Yeah, Lee in there too. That's crazy. 
Nah, Gee, you gotta nah, you gotta watch that shit, Joe. That shit nuts. <laughs> that shit nuts. That shit nuts. I've just been waiting. I just been letting the season just come so I could just binge through that shit. That's not some shit like I want to watch week to week. I just need to binge that shit. All right. All right. So before we get up out of here, I wanted to talk before about you, something. Before you talk about Antonio Brown, you finna talk about what? <laughs> nah, I ain't finna talk about AB. We done with AB, <laughs> man. AB was last week. That's man. funny because like last week was a whole different. Uh... Oh. <laughs> whole different types of energies. You be here today and gone tomorrow, man. AB done. So, you know, niggas say he might come back. Okay, cool. I'll see you when you get back. You ain't no Patriot no more, so I don't give a fuck. Patriot's still good, dog. Hell yeah, we still busting. We still finna go get number seven on niggas. Fuck you mean. Fuck. Um, have you seen this shit from Bleacher Report? Uh, inform me. I'm not sure if I have. Bleacher Report put out all-time player rankings. NBA's top 50 revealed. Yeah, I saw it. Giannis number one. You ready for this? Freddy. Giannis was number one? <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm finna go from 50 all the way down. They got Rick Barry at 50. Elvin Hayes oh, at 49. Oh, this is all time? Yeah, all time. Oh, no. Walt <laughs> Frazier at 48. Now, look. this They about to piss me off right here. 47. Better not they got be. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, I was finna say. Guess who they got at 46? Better not be. Take a wild fucking guess. I thought you was finna say Scottie Pippen at first. No. They have Pau Gasol. All right, man. Come on. Give it to me. Pau Gasol at 46. Then they got George Gervin at 45, all right? Then Ray Allen at 44. Ray Allen at 44. Okay. Uh, Reggie Miller at 43. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard at 42. Paul Pierce at 41. Who the fuck is smoking? <laughs> Alvin Gentry at 40. Bill Walton at 39. Patrick Ewan at 38. Manu Ginobili at 37. Pandu. <laughs> they got Russell Westbrook at 36. They've got Steve Nash at 35. They've got Kevin McHale at 34. Jason Kidd at 33. Clyde the Glide at 32. Dolph, whatever the fuck his name is, at 31. Some nigga I've never, ever heard of. I'm just trying to see what year this motherfucker played. Don't even say. Uh, Bob Pritt, Pruitt? He got that Hawks jersey on, so I'm assuming he played for, uh, for us at one point in time. Um, John Stockton at 29. Chris Paul at 20. <laughs> All right, man, I'm done. We can wrap this shit up. I got NBA ranking uh, of, I think this is would be current players. Okay. Top 10. Top 10. Number 10. Go ahead, get the, get the 10 out, and then I'll finish up this, this top from Chris Paul at 28. Go ahead. Top 10, Paul George, 10. Uh-huh. Damian Lillard. Nine. Joe Embiid. Eight. Nikola Jokic. Seven. Steph Curry. Six. Anthony Davis. <laughs> Five. That's how I felt about Nikola Jokic. James Harden. Four. LeBron James. Three. 
Kawhi Leonard. Two? And Giannis at one? <laughs> you fucking cocksuckers. Yeah, right? Gee, why do niggas be cocksucking and dick riding so bad before a nigga really accomplished some shit? So once he finally accomplished some shit, they could be like, yeah, we was already telling you that. You know, fucking the, dick riders. You notice who they didn't have in there, though? Russell Westbrook? Hustle. And. And and the thin man. Yeah, they, I didn't hear you say Kevin Durant at all. Who made this? The same person? This Kevin Durant's not in that top 10? Whoever, who, who, you know who made this list? Who? The same person that made your list, they were passing the blunt to each other. Swear to God, them niggas was in an ugly rotation. Them niggas was trapped on an elevator for like five hours making this shit. No hustle, no Kevin. That's wild. Um, <laughs> back to this all-time list. They had Chris Paul at 28. They got James Harden at 27. John Havlicek at 26. Scottie Pippen at 25. Oh, my God. <laughs> Elgin Baylor at 24. They got Moses Malone at 23. Julius Irvin at 22. Dwayne Wade at 21. Carl Malone at 20. <laughs> Fucking rapist. You got Charles Barkley at 19. Jerry West at 18. Dirk Nowinski at 17. <laughs> Look, I'm a Dirk fan. Y'all niggas smoking. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant at 16. They admit they didn't Kevin Durant at 15. Kobe Bryant at 14. What? Kobe Bryant at 14. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> at 13. What? <laughs> Y'all got David Robinson. You mean to tell me David <laughs> Robinson's better than the dream? And Kobe. <laughs> All right. Oscar Robinson at 11. Whatever. Dog, this is where the list gets absolutely fucking stupid. <laughs> they got Steph Curry at 10. <laughs> He's Steph already... Curry's better than the dream. And Kobe. <laughs> and Kobe. All right. They got Wilt at 9. Whatever. That's some Oscar Robinson shit. Whatever. I can't really say shit about that. Whatever. Bill Russell at eight. That's another whatever. I don't know. Tim Duncan at seven. Tim Duncan's not better than Kobe. Shaq at six. Larry Bird at five. <laughs> what white man made this list? They got Magic at four. They got Kareem at three. LeBron, LeBron at two. two. You dad. already know who was that fucking one. The only one y'all fucking got right. <laughs> Fuck wrong with him. Derrick Rose ain't cracked top 50 or 100. What did you? Bro, they didn't have Carmelo on this list. They didn't have Big Shot Billups on this bitch. They didn't have Chris Bosh, no Elton Brand, no Vince Carter, no Alex English, no Artis Gilmore, no, no Grant Hill, no Jeff Hornacek, no Allen Iverson. No AI, damn. No T-Mac, though. No Bob Lanier, no T Mac, um, no Pete Maravich, uh, no no Bob McAdoo, no Alonzo Mourning, no Dikembe Mutombo, no Robert Parrish, no Gary Payton, no Dennis Rodman. Damn, no Dennis, no, no Tony, no Parker. Dominique Wilkins. Hey, I meant to ask you about that. Did you watch the Dennis Thirty for Thirty? No, I was watching a little bit of it, but not all of it. 
Oh man, you gotta watch that shit straight through. Pretty good shit. Pretty good shit. If any, if if, if no one's seen the uh, the Dennis Rodman um, thirty for thirty, make sure y'all check that out. It's pretty good shit right there. Was it now? Yeah, it was. It was definitely good. No, I didn't see it, but I guess I'll, I'll try to check it out. Yeah. Did it? What did? What did? How, what did you leave with it? Uh, what'd you get from it? <laughs> man, man had a lot of problems with um, not having his father around. I think it shows the dynamic of what it means to have a male and a female parent in the household. Um, I think it showed to a certain extent how much um, women can somewhat alienate their children sometimes and not really be there for them when they need them. Um, I think it showed that no matter what you're doing, if you give enough hustle and enough heart into it, you could become one of the best at what you do. Um, I think it showed that Dennis Rodman was before his time as far as had Dennis Rodman been a player in the National Basketball Association right now, he would probably be one of the most popular, if not popular players in the league because the shit he was doing at the end of the 90s was right along the lines of what's taking place in society 20 years later and it being accepted. Like when my man rolled downtown in that dress and all of that shit, <laughs> nobody would have gave a fuck. They would have loved it. Um, they were even saying that during that second run with the Bulls, when Dennis got there, that he might have been more popular in Chicago than Michael Jordan. Now, I don't know who was smoking crack, but one could argue it. And, <laughs> I and, mean, he and, was pretty popular, yeah. And be factual with it. Um, the funny thing about it was when 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 um, Phil came to Scotty and Michael about bringing Dennis on, Mike was like, cool, I'm cool with it. Scotty did not want the nigga on the team at all. Like, they had to really sit down and talk Scotty into it. And he reluctantly oh, ended up saying yes. Oh, Bill Pepper. I want to be the best defender of a ball. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the best. I won out. Scotty ruined it. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking shit. Scotty, Scotty's dope. What'd he get? 26 or some shit around your ranking? 25. 25. It's all right. Gee, they had Dwayne Wade above Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I'm taking Scotty over Larry. I don't know. Maybe because I'm tweaking. Gee, they had Larry Bird at five. Maybe I ain't watching enough Larry, you know, and all that. Gee, and all that Will he's Russell. not Larry June. He's Larry Bird. I'm he done. Wasn't, wait, he wasn't wait doing a second. That good. No, I'm done. <laughs> he fuck you mean? What? He was not off the dribble. Oh God. He wasn't out the trunk, bro. Hell no, nah, bro. That's funny. He said he's not Larry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, you gotta maybe give me a documentary or something. It's already been enough. It's already been enough Larry Bird documentaries. I didn't seen enough. He was good, okay? I'm still taking KD. <laughs> I'm taking June. <laughs> what? Off the dribble. Sock it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers. You're doing good. <laughs> You taking June over the birds? I'm taking Larry June off the dribble before I'm taking Larry Bird off the dribble, right? 
Them niggas didn't have Iverson on that list. The streets is done. <laughs> Y'all ain't had T. I ain't even know T. Y'all, gee, they had the nerve to have Paul Pierce on that list, not in the 40s. And you ain't got T-Mac up here. You ain't got AI up here. You pussies might as well put Yao Ming and fucking Steve Francis up there, if that's the case. <laughs> Gee, they didn't have Grant Hill up there. Let's not talk about niggas being injury prone. You got Dwayne Wade bum ass out here. Did they have Come Jason Kidd on there? Yeah, they had Kidd on there. And Steve Nash? They had Nash one before Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Gee, no they Gary They had Payton. Westbrook on there. They had no Gary Payton on that bitch. Bro, they had Westbrook on there. Come on, man. Did they have Damian Lillard on there? No, no Damo. Uh, well, now, this is 50 been, players all time. Good. Now, this best 50 players all time, okay? But, jeez. Y'all got to chill, man. You could have put Tony Kukoc ahead of some of them niggas, man. Fuck out of here. Streets is done. Got, they got one right, I guess. <laughs> as long as they do the, they didn't do the Braun thing. I'm kind of. What's the, what's the what's the disrespect about Kobe about? Like, what's that about? I don't know. I I don't know. Is the man they was smoking. the was the man's not? Was gee, they had David Robinson before Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, Joe. Um, y'all had Steph Curry before Kobe? Wait, you mean to tell me Steph Curry's at 10, but Isaiah Thomas is at 47 behind Pau Gasol? All right. Okay. White power. Fuck you, me. Fuck you, me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. What the, what's there to say after that shit? There's a lot of basketball that I haven't seen, but still. No. Hell no. It's like I'm not too sure. I don't know. Giannis do be dunking on everybody, but still. Giannis wasn't even up there. Y'all dick ride Giannis so much. Y'all could have put Giannis over power. I've been all right with it. Yeah. These pussies said, yeah. Anthony Davis. Y'all didn't even have Anthony Davis up there. <laughs> but somehow he's top five in the league right now. How? You taking Anthony Davis over Patrick Ewing, right? Was Patrick Ewing on the list? Yeah, he was. What's your big Ewing face? Give me Pat Ewing over Anthony Davis. Bro, that nigga Anthony Davis is injury fucking prone. I don't give a fuck about that nigga game. That nigga, look, that nigga's about to turn into what Kevin Love turned into when he went to fucking Cleveland. Only reason why Anthony Davis' game ain't finna get shrunk up too small is because my nigga Kuz hurt. Now they have no choice but to feed this nigga AD the ball. Because now y'all lost y'all third scoring option for sure. Y'all team falling apart already. All it's going to take is Anthony Davis getting hurt, and that whole Lakers situation is blown the fuck up. It's over. It's fucking over. It is over.
And as it stands right now, they are the number two team in LA. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Y'all out y'all rabbit ass mind if y'all don't think that Clipper team is the truth. They got a squad that took the Warriors at full strength with Kevin Durant to six games without any perennial superstar by just playing fucking defense. Now you add fucking Paul George and you add fucking Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, okay. Was it like, did you, you know, like Michael Jordan when he came back and uh, to play for the Wizards? That was in 2001. Did you, did you mm. know that? Yeah. That's crazy. It was after the lockout year. It was in September too. It was like literally right after like 9 11. Yeah, it was after the lockout year. He had did something with his ownership because he was an owner during that uh that 99-2000 season. I never put something. those two together, how close they were together. Yeah. 9-11 and him coming back to, to the Washington Wizards. Because we didn't give a fuck. He wasn't coming back to the Chicago Bulls. supposed to like save the day like was he supposed to be like washington's savior i don't know i don't know that nigga even dipped out of there that nigga said i'm going back home to charlotte fuck y'all what hell yeah but yeah that's about it bro i ain't got much much else to, to rap about you like, that's a rapido yeah it's a rapido you like these new lebrons dope or no the 17s i'm fucking with them i gotta see the right colorway but i do like the silhouette of the shoe yeah, I need a new hoop and shoe, man. It's about time, man. Keep on having to wipe my bottom of my feet. And it ain't the floor. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's no excuse. Bottom of your shoe looking like a fucking bowling alley? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all fucking, uh... Whoop, 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 need a whoop, re-up. Whoop. I be wanting to hoop in lows because they look cool, but it's not the good choice, y'all. Protect your ankles at all costs. Shit. Heard of something about yeah, you're supposed to give your ankle more mobility and all that shit. Yeah, every time I play in lows, I roll it. Fuck that. Keep getting stronger, young Jedi. <laughs> session 92 in the books. Yeah, session 92, fellas, ladies. I'm I'm Reed. OG. And we're signing off, man. Check us next week. Yeah, check us out, man. Thanks for listening. Spotify. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, on Google, uh, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Check us out. Very good. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.